This is Taiwan Plus on ICRT, your connection to stories that matter. Brought to you by the news team at TaiwanPlus.com. Welcome to Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Kavat. Taiwan recorded 66,283 new cases of COVID-19 on Monday. The surge in COVID daily infections is putting pressure on the healthcare system. Frontline workers like nurses say they are under enormous strain with a new policy that has increased their workload. John Van Trias has the details. A spike in COVID cases has put an end to the five patients per nurse policy that Taiwan's hospitals followed. Now, depending on the type of hospital, a nurse may have nine, 12, or even 15 COVID patients to care for. It's pushing nurses to their limits. Healthcare workers say morale has dropped considerably since Taiwan's early successes with containing the pandemic. 专责病房的护理师跟我们说，在这波疫情爆发以来，从一开始以自己身为疫病的第一线为荣，到现在呢，对于各种末世第一线的行政的措施是感到非常的心灰意冷。政府看不到第一线的崩溃，只会要我们
To find out more about Taiwan's bid to join the WHA, our reporter James Chater spoke to Simona Grano, director of the Taiwan Studies Project at the University of Zurich. He began by asking what Taiwan stands to gain from participating in the organization. Well, first of all, the hope, of course, uh, if Taiwan can participate, is that in participating as an observer, even if uh, only as an observer, uh, that Taiwan could sort of like gradually be included in the all-important network of WHO committees that um, provide sort of like the working framework for the fight against diseases worldwide, right? And however, I have to say that never happened as the Taiwanese medical community was still being excluded by much uh, of the international health work, even when Taiwan was allowed as an observer. But it would also have, in my opinion, a symbolic importance because it would be one step in the direction of allowing Taiwanese to more fully participate in the international community without being restricted by political frameworks. Taiwan is not on the member list of the United States' new Indo-Pacific economic framework. U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan confirmed that Taiwan will not be included in the agreement that will allow the U.S. to work more closely with Asian economies. The initiative will be launched today by U.S. President Joe Biden during his visit to Japan. The framework focuses on infrastructure, supply chain resilience, clean energy and creating a digital trade agreement. It's being viewed as an attempt to counter China's economic influence in the region. Possible members include Japan, South Korea and Australia. To discuss Taiwan's exclusion from the launch of the Indo-Pacific Economic Framework, or IPEF, I spoke with Roy Lee, Senior Deputy Executive Director at Taiwan's Chonghua Institution for e Economic Research. I began by asking him why Taiwan was left out. I think the, the major reason behind is uh, most Southeast Asian and other uh, South Asian country doesn't want to take sides between the two superpowers, that is US and China. So they want to maintain a kind of balanced middle way of approaching economic cooperation uh, with the US and China. They are concerned that Taiwan's uh, involvement in the APEC in the first instance will be explicitly uh, highlighting the, the China-US competition and what do you think Taiwan might lose out on by not being a member at this stage? The impact will be uh, uh, very limited. First of all, uh, as we understand, there is a lot of bilateral economic cooperation ongoing between Taiwan and the U.S. Last Friday, USTR Catherine Tai met with uh, Minister Johnson. And the conclusion of their meeting is that Taiwan and the U.S. is going to pursue an extended or elevated level of bilateral economic cooperation. And there, there will be new undertakings uh, that will be put on the table in the coming weeks. And also uh, Jack Sullivan, the National Security Advisor, also mentioned yesterday that the focus of the U.S. is actually to elevate bilateral economic relationship with Taiwan. So. Economically, I don't think Taiwan will be excluded from a lot of things. To the contrary, there will be more uh, bilateral activities between Taiwan and the U.S. And in that sense, I think Taiwan is able to 
participate IPEF indirectly. And also Taiwan's position in the global supply chain is the fact. And it is the fact that all countries recognize and they also want to cooperate with Taiwan uh, in light of this great supply chain reform agenda that many Taiwanese companies are pursuing. So economically, I think there are a lot of incentive for maintaining a bilateral or regional uh, partnership with Taiwan. Taiwan badminton star Dai Ziying has won the Thailand Open, defeating China's Chen Yufei, who she last played at the Olympics. The women's singles final saw Dai reclaim victory over Chen, who had defeated her to win gold in Tokyo. This time, the world number two took the first set before losing the second to Chen, and then finally claiming victory in the deciding set. The U.S. president indicated at a press conference that Washington would be willing to intervene if China invades. When asked, are you willing to get involved militarily to defend Taiwan if it comes to that, Biden responded, yes, not long after Biden's exchange with a reporter in Japan's capital, the White House declared there was no change in policy towards Taiwan. The U.S. provides Taiwan with the means to defend itself, but does not support Taiwan's independence. Biden made the comments after he met the Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida in Tokyo. Japan is the second leg of Biden's Asia trip after South Korea, where the president and his South Korean counterpart, Yoon Suk-yeol, reaffirmed the importance of peace and stability in the Taiwan Strait. The World Health Organization says it expects to find more cases of monkeypox as an international outbreak continues to spread. The WHO has so far confirmed at least 92 cases of the rare vi virus in nine European countries, as well as Canada, the US and Australia. A senior advisor to the WHO said over the weekend that the current outbreak appears to be spreading through sexual contact. Monkeypox is usually found in parts of West and Central Africa. Symptoms are usually mild. Taiwan's southern port of city of Kaohsiung is introducing artificial intelligence to make the streets safer for pedestrians. The city has set up an AI-based system to warn drivers to yield to people on foot. The first of its kind. Drivers' license plates will be flagged if their vehicles come within three meters of a pedestrian or if they have intruded onto a crosswalk. The system officially came online last Thursday. It will be expanded in the future to cover more of Kaohsiung's busier intersections. Thank you for watching Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Kavat. For more stories from Taiwan and around the world, please download the Taiwan Plus app. Stay safe and see you next time. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Plus on ICRT. For more great stories from Taiwan and around the world, visit TaiwanPlus.com. Thank you.